Alright, welcome back to Central Perk. I'm Abdullah, and as usual, here with me. Glad to be back. Yeah, so today we're going to be discussing uh, Secret Invasion, Marvel's Secret Invasion, featuring, no, we call it featuring, starring Nick Fury. Yeah, starring. <laughs> we call it featuring. Yeah, so, kind of is the main character. Yeah. Which is very odd. We should just first say that we already <laughs> we already started recording uh a podcast earlier, but we didn't release it before the second episode of this show came out. So now we're just starting over again. Yeah. So just that to mention that. <laughs> yeah, basically uh, yeah, this so would yeah. be it's really like a combination of episodes one and two. So. Yeah, yeah. In all fairness, like what to... happens is Exactly, okay, not, not much happened in episode two. But I don't know. Well, let's get let's just get into it. Yeah. So episode one opens with you know this voice of this voiceover um monologue where they are setting up the scene of the show. They are setting up the the setting of the show essentially. So the shows that why Moscow and they are, this whole the whole monologue is about how you can't trust anybody. And stuff like that, and yeah, so this guy is you know doing his monologue thing that you can't trust anybody, nobody can be trusted, and then he's speaking to what's what's our bro's name again? Agent Ross. Yeah, yeah, Agent Ross. I don't know if you remember him from uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so he's speaking he's speaking to Agent Ross about how you can't trust anybody and all of that. Yeah. So the big theme of this episode is that you can't trust anyone. That's the essential idea. Um, before we go deeper into it, uh, brief impressions today of episode one. Episode. Um, going off of what you said about you can't trust anyone. The show basically is um, the premise of the show is like a war between the scrolls versus human beings. Um, if you guys remember the scrolls, they were like the main bad. Oh, not the main. Yes, kind of like the main bad guys in the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, it was like about a war between the Kree and the scrolls. But sure, the scrolls they are an alien life form of shapeshifters, and in Captain Marvel, their homeworld was destroyed. So Fury gave a couple of them refuge. Of them, they were like all across the galaxy but like a couple hundred of them Fury gave them refuge here and yeah he promised to find them a home and like somewhere to settle down yeah they really went into this in like the backstory of this in episode 2 because they didn't really show this in Captain Marvel so Fury had like an agreement with the scrolls scrolls would work for him like as agents and stuff to like this bidding and in return would find like a home for the scrolls because their own planet was destroyed. But apparently, you know, with the old Thanos and the snap and everyone disappearing, the blip share with everything that happened when Fury got back or when he came back from the blip, I feel was not the same. Fury just he dipped and like he left all of them, he left the scrolls to their fate. And, you know, a bunch of them were they were pissed off by this cause. 
before that, they've been like operating under the agreements they had with Fury. Like they've been doing Fury's bidding and all of that. And Fury was supposed to find a place for them. And he just abandoned them and went to space. I think he's been working on something called Saber. Uh, that's supposed to be like Earth's um, inter-space defense against like an alien invasion or something. Which actually, if you think about it, is ironic. Fury was working on something to protect the Earth from an alien invasion from the outside, while an alien invasion was already like occurring on the inside. <laughs> That's actually very funny. Shall yeah, we'll find out in episode two that the Pentagon had actually anticipated that this kind of thing could happen because they said in episode two, Colonel Rhodes, he yeah. said that he thought about it, that this could actually happen. Yeah, and like. You know, before we thought only Fury was aware of their existence, but apparently, like the Pentagon was, but they just didn't know, like, to the extent. See, the Pentagon and Fury, they didn't know the extent to which, like, the scrolls had invaded the earth. You know, um, this guy in episode two, Talos was telling Fury, he, Fury suspected that there were more than like a couple hundred scrolls on earth. And then Talos told him that there was a time he sent out the calls to all the scrolls across the universe. For them to come to Bro, one and million, like, one million scrolls, <laughs> like a million scrolls. That's actually crazy. Imagine, like, there are a million people on earth right now who are not who they appear to be, they are shapeshifters or something. That's it's scary. I can't deep with uh, the, the show, Sha, is about like an invasion, the scrolls invading earth, Sha trying to turn the earth into their own. And yeah, like Abdullah said, we already like we made a recording already about the first episode, but like we had to make this one to include episode two. But yeah, in that recording, we were talking about how unfair this fight is. Like, if you look at it objectively, this fight is unfair because the scrolls are basically like humans, but like they have the upper hand in basically every aspect. They can shape shift, they are stronger, and they are immune to radioactivity. Like that, they have they have like the upper hand, all the cards in their hands because they can infiltrate anywhere. They can just set, you know, this like um, the nuclear war tensions that's been brewing between the superpowers of the world. They can just set the stage for it and watch the world go up in flames. And yeah, that's your, that's your idea. That's exactly. your idea. So that's what, and that's what they are trying to. That's what they're trying to idea of to create invasion. They are already they are already here. We now found out in episode two that there are already one million scrolls on Earth who cause their shapeshifters, so you don't know who they are. They just appear to be humans, just like anybody. And then we get this mad scene where they have this like council of scrolls meeting, and we see that okay, the UK Prime Minister and so many other like higher level guys are involved. Exactly like, to show you to show you how deeply infused into like the human world they are. Yeah, because like I mean, yes, it's the was it not like 1980 or something that they've been here. Mm-hmm. In that council, the UK Prime Minister is a member of the Scrolls Council. That means the minister is a scroll, not a human. The somebody yeah. in NATO, I don't know who yeah, like, NATO what exactly his position is. NATO like, Secretary like, he's, like he's also is a member of that scroll council, meaning like that guy is not human, he's a scroll too. Can you imagine like scrolls in like major places of power? These guys honestly, 
they will finesse the humans, in my opinion. But at the same yeah, time, so secret yeah. invasion, they are already here, the invasion has already begun, and we don't even most people don't even know about it. Exactly. Yeah. So Cha- it's, that's it. You know, you know this whole thing about like the good guys having to win in the end. See, in my opinion, the pre- the person that like in episode two, you know that um, do you remember Sonia from episode one, the babe that kidnapped Fury, or like that Fury lets kidnap yeah, her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know she was in episode two. She interrogated that was it Brogdon, the scroll no, that was I don't, captured. I don't think she, I don't think she was the one. I don't think she was the one. I, I think she... Are you sure? No, it wasn't her. Either way, there was another British baby in episode two. Bro, bro, bro. Why are you going so deep into this stuff? Why are you even mixing episode two? Let's even just take it from the top. Because why are you... Since we recorded before, it's like as if we're assuming and we're not releasing that. So we have to start from the top. Take it from the beginning, all the ideas that we had and general themes in discussing the show shall... yeah so the big idea in this, in this show generally like we said is a secret invasion why is it secret because the scrolls are shapeshifters you don't know who 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 is you don't you don't know who anybody is so yeah, the invasion has already begun we've already outlined just the general plots that okay there are a million scrolls on earth as we found out in episode two and immune to immune to nuclear what what do we call it radiation nuclear, um, radiation yeah they are immune to radiation like i mean in episode one they are living in a bloody uh nuclear waste site or something yeah so their plan their whole plan is that okay they are going to ignite the cold war they are going to recognize the Cold War between Russia and America. You have everybody get, you know, Julian, your own nuclear war, and then they'll be, they'll be the last man standing because they're immune to radiation, and they'll just have Earth as their planet, like that. So that's general um, outline, Sha. So let's just get into the themes and go deeper. Yeah, so the big idea, like we said, is that you can't trust anyone. In the intro, I just find it a little bit. Uh, will I find? Will I call it comedic or something, <laughs> or ironic? That in the intro, you you opens up like I said with the monologue from Major Prescott talking to James Ross about how you can't trust anybody, and I mean, bro was right. <laughs> he was literally talking to a scroll, but he didn't know, and James Ross who was actually a scroll ended up killing him. So yeah. Um, let's just let's just uh go a bit deeper on your idea of not being able to trust anyone. Uh, well, like what happened at the beginning, the exact same thing to happened at the end of episode one. This, by the way, this is a major spoiler for those who's going into the show who haven't seen it before. Um, at the end of episode one, like at the beginning of episode one, go on, they introduced. Or they reintroduce Mariah Hill. That um, if you're familiar with her, it's your mother. That's Robin for my your mother. Yeah, she has been like a recurring star in the MCU. So, and if you remember, she's like Fury's number two. So they reintroduced Asha in episode one of Secret Invasion. And honestly, I thought she was going to be 
a major part of the show going on. But for some reason, they queued her off at the end of episode one. And her death was also like going off of the theme of you can't trust anyone. Um, they were trying to stop like a bomb blast by the scrolls meant to like implicate Americans in Russia. They wanted to like frame Americans for like a terrorist attack in Russia. So Fury, um, Mariah and Talos, they were trying to stop the attack. So there is this guy, the leader of the scrolls right now, Gervik or something. I think that's his name. I, I always forget. Yeah, Gervik. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like a couple of steps ahead and he used their familiarity against them. So in the commotion of everything, the bombs went off. In the commotion of everything, um, they were trying to like recoup. And yeah, Gervik he shape shifted into fury. I like he was trying to get Maria to the side and then he shot Maria. Maria thought he was actually Fury. He shot Maria and then the camera panned to the actual Fury and then Gerrick shifted back into his natural form. So yeah, like you see how you literally can't trust anybody. And the person you're looking at right now could be a scroll, you know. And they just don't shape shift. Um in Captain Marvel, they showed that when they shape shift into a person. They get like not all their memories, but like basic elements of their memories, at least to like on the surface level to pass that yes, this is or this is who they, they are pretending to be. And in episode one, they also show that they have a machine that can literally, apart from those surface memories, it can transfer every memory of like a person they shape shift into, can transfer it into the scroll. So they can basically impersonate anybody and honestly short of like cutting or like decapitating the scroll you won't know that like that is the scroll because the only way to yeah, find out that was an interesting part that you found out in episode two where they like chopped yeah. off a finger and the finger now turned back to the scroll finger so i guess that's <laughs> that, that's a nice, a nice way a nice way. Imagine you, you suspect the president of America being a scroll, and then you cut off his swing and he's not actually a scroll. Where do you think you wake <laughs> up? <laughs> it's not interesting. It's terrifying to think that you have to go that extreme to find out if someone is a scroll. But anyhow, in my opinion, this fight is, it is too much in favor of the scrolls. But like I was going to say earlier, the humans to maybe not lie actually humans too are, are fierce and we really persevere um I was talking about the British babe that showed up in episode 2 who conducted that like interrogation um of Brogdon that's the scroll that the scrolls actually wanted to take before that they wanted to disguise as an American responsible for the terrorist attack so he was being interrogated and she actually used, like, some advanced interrogation techniques. Like, she already knew that the guy was a scroll, and she knew just, like, exactly how to get the information out of him. You see, like, when you have... And, you know, she did it in such a badass way. You know, when you have, like, human beings like that, it actually gives you hope that, yes, like, some humans can actually win this war against scroll. Because imagine yes. a couple of people... I, 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 don't sanction, I, I don't sanction advanced interrogation techniques. Only Tindy does. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> like, 
when you shall have like a couple of people like that, it gives you hope that yes, maybe the new ones can actually maybe they can take a stand against this um the invasion going on right now. But anyhow, sir, in in the episode two they showed they pit fury against um this guy, Colonel Rhodes. That's um war machine. And I don't know how I felt about Rhodes in that episode too. Yeah, uh, it was. The guy's supposed to be one of the guys now. Like, why this? <laughs> exactly. It was... Uh, I was kind of indifferent because I understood his point of view. But at the same time, you know... Nah, it was just too hardcore now. The guy has always been one of Fury's guys now. Uh, uh, and, like, the well, old black um, angle of, like... Um, okay, that Fury was... Man. No, that black brother. Okay. No, that's... that I did not like that. No, I didn't like. I didn't like that thing. That thing is that's very, it. very cliche. It is like it is. I I really do not like like appealing to the black man in him. Like for the love of God, if it wasn't black people, see, I don't know. I didn't like. Like that, bro, I don't that think that I've ever seen Like he's sort of out of exactly. character for Fury. Exactly. Maybe he's just it very out of like it seemed like Fury was stupid low, and I don't know. I didn't like seeing Fury in that life. Then. You saying that earlier in the episode when he was on the on the train with Salon that was talking about him and his mom or something that the shop made some reference to like racism stuff too. Like mm. I can't mind that. No, I didn't no, mind it. It just felt sort of odd. I remember him talking about stuff like that. But it was well, fine, Shab. You know, um, Fury didn't really get a lot of like he had screen time, but like the screen time wasn't usually about him, like in all of the MC, the previous MCU projects. So it only makes you sense, know, like, like, said, like, like, now, like, we, like we said before. Um, Fury and Maria, you know, they're like the that number one and number two of Shield. So essentially, whenever they use them, they use them very sparingly, and they just they use them in such a way that okay, cause cause they are so. The, the appearances are so rare. You know that whenever you see this guy, you know that, okay, yeah, she's about to go down, like, to just, like, mm-hmm. lend audience to whatever scenes they appear in and stuff like that. Exactly. There's really no room for all that emotional and, uh, like, introspection and, like, their yeah, personal yeah. life. Right. So, so, it only makes sense in a show that has, like, Fury as the main character, where you going to get, like, a lot of screen time, like, of course, they would go like deep into like his personal life and all. And yeah, like we were saying before, at the end of episode two, there was a somewhat shocking revelation that Fury has um a wife or a partner Bro, or a spouse. Really, it raises many questions. Many questions. Let's never get We're just uh, let's get back to that child. We'll come back to that. So just um just finish off the theme of you can't trust anyone. Um, you know, like, okay, Agent Ross, apparently Agent Ross is a scroll now, so we're guessing he's dead and they've, like, replaced him. Oh, okay, I guess probably he's Wait. not dead because, you know, oh, in no, episode no. one, that's a machine. Oh, I'm oh, not sure, does he actually kill you? I think he's still, you're still the agent, the agent trust that died in episode one. We don't know that that's the agent trust that we've been seeing from Black Panther. That could have just been any regular scroll disguised as agent trust. True, true, true. So you don't okay. know that's actually agent trust. 
But like that's just the whole idea that okay, that these guys, these crows, they can just chip ships into anyone, and you know they can chip ships into these guys that are like high level guys and have access. Like I mean, in in Black Matter Wakanda Forever, we found out that uh, Major Ross was actually married to the, oh well, he was formally married to the new CIA boss. Like how much higher does he get? <laughs> so like, yeah. it's just it's just it's just crazy. So yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and that like general idea of this stuff is that okay, uh, there's a big problem, and so we call they call Fury back from Saber, you know, they call him back from space to come back to Earth to come and you know help them out. So, and like we've been saying, this is like first MCU show where Fury is the main guy, so yeah, Fury is dominating the show, so definitely just for that, you should be telling just for that alone, you have to give the show a chance to be honest, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, initially, in episode one, everybody is just doubting that they're telling him that it's finished, that it's a tired old man, that he should, you know, go and rest from the UK woman who abducted him, from Maria, um, even Gravik as well. They're all, they're all just saying that he's tired, that he's, you know, he's done for old news and all of that. But in episode two, he really shines, sure. Really shines at least with um in his scenes with he's seen at the restaurants with Colonel Rhodes. Yeah. Where that the security guy was being too angry and he just put the nigga in his place, like actually. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. And then you know, he just you know delivered delivered epic lines because like, you know, I'm Nick Fury, even when I'm out, I'm still in stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was good to see that. That okay, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you know, when we speak, you, you are usually like that. Okay, that you want to see Fury, like you want to actually see him. That what can he actually do on his own? Because mm-hmm. this um this show is like trying to lead into you know this spy kind of show, Cold War between America and the US, America and Russia and stuff like that. So it's leading into more underground stuff. There's there are no like mad super powered guys like the avengers and stuff like that so it's a more uh human level kind of social i don't know how to put it better than that oh yeah you're making sense and i actually i actually like it to be fair i don't know to me it gets when you are having like guys that have powers and stuff it gets to some points that it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and keep introducing more and more powerful guys and it just gets too much at some point that you just need to come back down to, you know, mm-hmm. to reality. Yeah, just start over again, get back down to earth, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, look how far the MCU had gone from where they initially started. They'd already gone to, like, I mean, now they are fighting guys in space, fighting panels, going across realities. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, like, <laughs> look how far stuff has already gone. But this that, show, like, Endgame, was, wow. Endgame was the climax. Yeah. It's like, what you said, bringing it back to Earth, like, that's kind of... Yeah, like guess it's grand. Because trying to do Endgame on Infinity War is going to be like an incredible feat. Almost impossible. <laughs> 
it's also part of some people knowing when to end something. Not that I want the MC to end, but like. Yeah, so. People, if um, something so great and to like the dignity of that, to preserve the dignity of that thing, sometimes you just have to end it. Right? But anyhow, yeah, I'm not saying like the MC should end it. Sort of ended it correctly. I mean, I feel like Endgame was like the end of an arc and then the stuff up. so the Endgame arc like ending, Endgame was like the end I guess like Endgame is, is in the name so I feel everything after Endgame was like under installation which we can just generally agree that okay that installation flopped but sort of distinct from the really good amazing stuff that came before and then uh yeah so okay um we have talon what was i think talos yeah we have talos like uh is their scroll friend his first guy that has been that has known since this um the scrolls came to it initially and so they are working together right now to try and like stop the guy to try and stop what's happening and okay so fine Talos is your guy, yeah? We're supposed to be together. And then the scene where... <laughs> okay, yeah. First of, first of uh, we have Emilia Clark on this show, so yeah. <laughs> Just for that, you should also tune in. I mean, Mother of Dragons, Kalisi. Bro, I was, I was actually really happy to see her back on the scene. Because I was talking about in post. Actually, I don't think I've seen her in any... Uh, I feel like I've seen her in something else apart from Game of Thrones, but I just don't remember. But actually, that's, it was nice to see her. There's some actors that I don't know. I feel like after some iconic stories, I've just never seen them in other stuff. <laughs> like Ragnar in Viking. Um, literally, every single person from the original, I do not know where all of them went. I don't know what all of them went to that group. Well, for eh, yeah, especially when you're talking about TV shows, it is rare to see like actors from TV shows now morph into like regular movies and stuff. Because if you realize, most of these TV shows, eh, when they introduce them, they're usually fresh like actors. Before that show, you've probably never seen them in any other place before. Game of Thrones now. Before Game of Thrones, I don't think I knew Emilia Clark. I didn't know Kitarians and that's Jon Snow. Most of them, I didn't know them. The originals too. Virtually the entire cast. I didn't know them before watching that show. So like, them, it is rare to see like a TV show character now become like a recurring like actor in movies and like shows after that. I don't know. It's not something you see often. And there's also the thing of like, um, most times actors that play in series, sticking to series, and sometimes actors that play in movies, sticking to movies, that's actually a thing because you don't. Most of the actors that I see like playing movies, you don't usually see them in TV shows. You just mm, see them fine. in newer that's movies. Fine. Like, I'm saying in other TV shows, of like you don't you don't see them a lot. Sometimes, true. Actually, you just apart yeah. from that project, you just don't see them. 
Yeah, yeah. Why, 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 so, uh, there's this scene where, so half her, her name is Gaia, yeah. Her name is Gaia. I mean, like, like this Gaia, Talos's daughter, and she's with the she's with Gra- Gravik, the bad scrolls child. Let's just simplify it like that. So, there's this scene where she goes to get some bombs for them, which they eventually use at the end of the episode. And we learn in episode two that there's an over two thousand. <laughs> Two thousand people death counts from this from this attack, and the bomb is used in that attack. My guy Talos has an opportunity to get them back, to stop the attack from ever happening, and my bro chokes like he just lets her go. <laughs> Which was a very stupid, stupid thing for him to have done. I, I just didn't even understand. Yo, seen like. They showed him that he has like issues with Gaia and he was trying to like make amends and stuff. But don't these people don't they understand like can't you waste things? Like I understand you're having issues with your daughter, but a lot of people are about to die. Just he had like the perfect opportunity to just like take the bombs out of her hand and then even if she vexes, you go the mend them later. A lot of people won't die at least. But you not allow that go because like maybe you know to further upset the um commotion you already have between you or something. We that doesn't make any sense now. I don't, don't Bro, it wasn't even one of those like type of scenes where it's like, okay, um if you if you, I have I have to shoot you, like I have to kill you to stop you. It was not it was not like that. It it see, he didn't even really have to hurt that guy. He did, re- he did not need to water. He could have simply had our hand over the bombs. Bro, like, just, she was within hand reach. Like, you just, just collect, just drag back. Drag. Yeah, the scene is just perplexing. Like, and then after the scene, she's like trying to, like, she now comes, she's like, as if she's now working for them. Bro, 2,000 plus people death counts on her head, man. <laughs> she and Talos, bro. <laughs> That the big somehow, I, swear, yeah. somehow, I know with the way this show is going, somehow they'll still try to redeem her in the end. I uh, should still come, Bro, like, okay, anyhow, anyhow, it's all part of the plot, but they will emphasize on the death of people that are on her head. Somehow, they'll make Bro, she even throughout the episode, so she didn't even mention it or like she, she didn't even, <laughs> guy. <laughs> Talos never spoke about it. She never spoke about it. And it's like, furiously, I've never even found out about it. Like, they just prepared over the whole incident that this That's thing was good. not necessary. Anyway, yeah, I found it funny that, um, you know, they showed, they did a little flashback of um, Fury at the moment of the blip, when the blip actually happened. His last words, <laughs> typical Fury, like typical Samuel Jackson, not even forget about Fury, the character. <laughs> You can just imagine the signature words. So yeah, that was that was true to the character. 
yeah, so generally this show so far so good. I don't know, I think I'll give it like an it's or like a like a seven over ten, I think. It has it has a lot of potential. It has a lot of potential. It can it can be so much better. It can be ridiculously good, definitely. So far so good, it's been okay. That's just what I can say about it. The whole yeah. like we said, having fury, having a Mia Clark, that's what like will just draw you in. That's what will bring you in to watch the show initially. I'm trying to see if they can like keep us watching now because it's not it's not been bad, sure. It's not been bad. I feel I feel the same way. I believe that the show has it has great potential and like is they use their head very well eh? The show can actually make sense. Like because out of all the lineups that Marvel has dropped, like all the TV show lineups that Marvel has dropped, it has like it can actually be among like the top three. Because to be honest, it doesn't really have a high standard to beat. It just has to be decent to like qualify. But anyhow, yeah. I don't know. I don't really want to give a rating yet. It's too I feel it's still early for me to give it a rating. I just feel like it's decent at the moment. It can be better, but like at least it's I'll I'll definitely still want to see like the next episode. It's no, that, definitely. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad. But not for our trend, but definitely not dissuading anybody from watching the show. I give it a seven over ten. Like yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just picture is five type of show in an M- in a familiar MCU setting. So it's good. My own our problem with it generally I believe is just more like we believe it can be so much better. I think that's just it. Not that the show is in any way bad. The show has been good so far. We just feel like it can still get much better. Yeah. yeah. Um so in episode one there were a lot of stuff that happened, you know, typical beginning of a show we have to tell you, set up what's going on show you a lot of background on what's happening. But in episode two, we initially said not much happened, but in fairness, they just tried to show us the aftermath of the uh, attack because there was a, a mad attack at the end of episode one, which we find out in episode two that had over 2,000 people, left over 2,000 people dead. And there is all sorts of there's a lot of fallout from it because remember the whole idea from the scrolls is that they're trying to blame whatever attacks they commit on the Americans. So they did the terror attack in Russia and they're trying to pin it on the Americans and the Russians are falling for it. They even have this whole uh, they call it security meeting and Funnily enough, did you notice that at the security meeting there was nobody from Russia there? <laughs> mm, well, yeah, but like, I didn't think it really mattered. They just attacked the Russia that we're talking about, and there was no delegates from Russia. I don't know. I, I'm just thinking of this now, and it strikes me as a bit odd. I mean, I guess Russia is not part of NATO and all of that, but still. At the same yeah. time, there was no black person there now. Like, no black, black person there. So. <laughs> I, didn't not think about I don't think the council was going for diverse or anything. Like, hmm. so. Did you notice there was this guy in the background 
that was wearing like this kind of Nigerian looking cap, uh, <laughs> something like that. The camera definitely focused on the guy a bit. Anyway, yeah, so the show's been fairly good. And yeah, I I mean I even noticed I love I love seeing Nigerians on on stuff like I think uh, the end credits of the episode you see they show like a bunch of Yoruba names there a bunch of Niger- a bunch of Nigerian names you know so you know just made me smile a bit. <laughs> uh, you didn't notice? Uh, I didn't really watch the credits so at all. I don't watch I... credits, but like I I don't know I don't know something just made me notice this time around. Um, yeah, so we've definitely just covered, I'm sure we've left out some stuff, but we've covered generally Secret Invasion, and I think we've said the show can be better, but it's been good, and yeah. you, should definitely, you should definitely check it out, yeah. Okay, yeah, we said we're going to come back to the, uh, the sort of mini cliffhanger, I guess, that episode two ended on that Fury has a wife. <laughs> well, mean, there isn't there isn't really much to say about it. Like, it's just like, surprising I, to see. Was I do I honestly speaking, I've never even thought about it. I've just never thought about it that Fury like having a family or stuff. I half expected when the when they started skis, I half expected her to turn to a screw like <laughs> Well, she is a scroll. Hmm? She is a scroll. What? She is a scroll. Why'd you say that? They literally showed her she was a scroll. She shape shifted into him and then. When did she shape shift? Just before he entered, she was chopping something on the cutting board. Abby on the chopping board. She was green. And then Fury entered the house and she changed into a black one. Oh, really? Yes. How damn is that? <laughs> That's crazy. So are we saying that he knows about it or he doesn't know about it? Definitely, he definitely knows. He most likely knows. Yeah, because I was listening to this podcast here yeah, and they were like, you know, the 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 um I don't know if you remember this comment that Fury made in episode one when he was talking to Talos when they were like catching up and he was like that. Um he knows a lot of scrolls that are better looking than him, sharp. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of comment. Yeah. Yes, I remember like on the podcast they were like that. <laughs> that what does what does Fury mean? He, he knows a lot of scrolls that are better looking than him. Is he is he getting some some scroll? <laughs> and like he just proved us right on this episode. Like I think I'm going to go listen to the next episode of that podcast because like I'm expecting because the other panelists on that on that show they were like entering him. That what is he saying? <laughs> well, I guess the, I guess he was just proving right. My boy had the point. Bro, yeah, so like, um, yeah, there's even this. So, like we said, um, um, Gaia, 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 yeah, that's I mean, that fox character. So, you know, like we said, she's now sort of working on their behalf, I guess, spying on the enemy scrolls and all of that stuff. And you know, while she's sneaking around and everything, while you know, we can see that is a tense situation because obviously we can discover at any time and then one of the scrolls that the scroll that he captured the scroll that he captured who they were interrogating which Sunday was which Sunday was you know encouraging of Sunday sanctioned the director of CIA Sunday Fash 
that's the good thing that sanction means two things and the opposite. So yeah, <laughs> yeah while they were torturing the guy that the guy had already given up some info and then when the scrolls came to get him and they asked him that they went and the guy was like no and it seemed as if they actually believed him but you know I was surprised that they actually let him believe him so easily. But it turned out not because like later on they just took my guy to the woods and <laughs> you know what you know what's next. <laughs> And you know, I mean, that clerk who is literally spying, just sitting there in the car with one of the with the scroll leader with graphic with graphic, and you know, hearing the gunshots, and you know, she she, she definitely be thinking that hmm, I might just be next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was just that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I have to say, just thinking about it, the scrolls aren't really wrong, like. It's, it's a bit sad that I don't know. I won't say sad, but I miss the days when the villains were just simple. You knew that okay, these guys were villains and they're wrong. No two ways about it. Now everybody's always doing this, you know, anti-hero type of vibe. That okay, he's villain, but they will not give you the reasons for what he's doing. You will not find yourself reasoning along. <laughs> Reason along with the villain, I mean, Thanos for all his killing half the entire universe. His reasons sound so good. Thanos' <laughs> one is understandable, but for the scrolls, bro, especially they have beef with Mitchell, not human beings. We're not the ones that said well, if you get into a war, get your own planet destroyed. It's few that made them be promised, not the entirety of human beings, and them wanting to not take like planet then, Earth as their own. He, during the council meeting that so yeah you remember the council meeting that graphic had with girls where he's you know started talking about how humans are like us and how we are always killing ourselves and how we are destroying our planets and stuff like that that you know we're just we're just hastening the inevitable <laughs> like Yo, bro, that's why it's our own planet it's, it's crazy that these days like you just you just see I miss the days of simple villains where do you, you, you ever see the show um the movie Mega Mind <laughs> yes like I, I miss a villain that's just a villain for the sake of it. You know, like bank robbers and easy, easy, non-stressful villains. Nowadays, your villains always have, they have points, they have reasons for what they are doing that, you know, you definitely find yourself raising along with them at some point. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Furious calmed them. He promised them a planet. He had them working for him as spies and all of that. And my guy just dipped and just abandoned them. Like, I mean, what was he even thinking? Like, he just abandoned all these scrolls on Earth who you are trained to work for you as, like, spies. And you just scam them. And just, just did, like, bro, <laughs> what was happening? Come on. I don't, I don't even know. That probably wasn't on his mind at the moment, so. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we we'll just wrap up on script version here. We've just said that you know, show is good. You should definitely give it a try. 
Um, so yeah, the only other thing, the like major release that has come out recently has been The Witcher, The Witcher season three. Yeah, I think season is it three. Yes, it's season three. Yeah. So Netflix did this. I think they actually this past one about two releases stuff. Um, five episodes. So they released five episodes. And I mean, one thing you see about the Witcher, I mean, it delivers like shows on point. I've I, I watched I watched I've seen all, I've seen all five episodes and <laughs> they were amazing, man. Like I, I wish I wish there were more episodes available already because. I mean, Harry Cavill. I'm going to miss that guy because he delivered. He delivered. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think Harry Cavill is going to return in Witcher. I think he has issues with Netflix. There was this whole story about the Amemus was replacing him. No, I think I think this 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 is last season now. They said, I think he has like under show under project or something that he has to go work on. So yeah, this this is last season. Is last yeah, so the Witcher is the Witcher is really solid. You should also check that out. So yeah, um, just wrap up this episode here, and yeah, you should connect with us on Twitter at Home of TV. Central Park is on Twitter at Home of TV. You can connect with us, and Sunday I think we're still up on, up on TikTok. Yeah. Um. Also engage us on TikTok. Um. It's a little bit different. It's underscore home of TV, but like still the same vibe, like still the same idea. But there's an yeah. underscore before it. So yeah, check yeah, out. So we'd we'd be planning on was supposed to be up on YouTube and IG as well, but let's just say we're, we're, we're battling with them at the moment. <laughs> we're battling with them at the moment because the idea of being up on this uh audio this video platform is just like kind of show you some of the shows that we talk about, show you some of the clips, show you some um, amazing clips from these shows that we talk about to just um, get you more excited about the show as well. So we'll just be uh, speaking about it through this audio platform, yeah? So, yeah, connect with us on Twitter at Home of TV. Connect with us on TikTok at underscore Home of TV. So, yeah, uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Bye, guys.